Welcome to the How-To College Podcast. This is a little project put together by a group of Honors College Fellows who are going to be breaking down everything you need to know about adjusting to college over the course of this mini-series. As you listen, you'll hear some great tips, a few funny stories, and lots of laughter. All from upperclassmen who were also experiencing college for the first time not too long ago. So thanks so much for stopping by to say hi, and we hope you enjoy. My name is Ari August. I'm a senior with majors in biology and liberal arts of medical studies. This year, I am an honors community fellow. And my name is Samantha Haas, and I am a sophomore with majors in neuroscience and psychology, as well as a minor in sexuality and gender studies. I am also an honors community fellow this year with our... So in this episode, we're going to be talking about honors integrated biology and chemistry and how to navigate the course to best succeed. We'll be discussing organization tips, study tips, office hours, labs, how to interact with your peers, and class participation. So let's get into it. I'm going to start us off with some general organization tips. As you guys already know, unlike most classes, Integrated doesn't have a set calendar so much as a flexible list of assignments with due dates which may spring up and at times feel random. So some solutions I found when I was taking this class my freshman year were to stay as ahead as possible in your other classes and always leave time for those things which might pop up. Additionally, another solution I found is group chat, group chat, group chat. Rely on your lab groups and friends to help make sure you're on track. At least one out of the hundred of you guys taking the class have to know what's going on if someone's confused. Rely on your classmates. This class will facilitate friendships you'll have for the rest of your years at UD. So use the group chat as a think tank for homework problems you can't figure out, for advice on concepts were emphasized most in class, or just to share memes about integrated. Trust me, nothing brings a group of classmates together like a good meme. Next, some general organization tips I found were to start on assignments, which do have due dates before the due date. Basically, assume you're always behind because honestly, the class moves fast and if you aren't doing anything for it, you might be missing something big. Staying on top of things where you can provide you control and additional time to reach out for help as opposed to if you were working last second. Some study tips. Um, I found that flashcards were helpful for me in high school, but not so much for this class in college. So instead I used concept mapping. You might have already talked about system models and concept maps, and those are both excellent ways to study. Um, outlining complex concepts using a particular example is common in the curriculum, so by structuring your study and using these system models may be very helpful. For instance, when learning about gene expression, it's not very helpful to make flashcards about, say, what the lac operon is. Khan Academy's definition of the lac operon is, the lac operon is an operon or a group of genes with a single promoter. The genes in the operon include proteins that allow the bacteria to use lactose as an energy source. This is a great definition, but it doesn't facilitate understanding, just memorization. Integrative requires you to understand concepts like this on a deeper level. So a better understanding can be attained through the concept mapping of this process instead. Um, a concept map is unique to your thought process, but personally I like to start with the overarching concept, in this case gene expression, and connect it to more specific ideas, for instance prokaryotic gene expression. Off of these specific concepts, you'll find that there are different routes you may be able to take. For instance, you could focus on the mechanism of prokaryotic transcription and translation, which occurs simultaneously, or you could delve deeper into the polycystronic mRNA, uh, mRNA production within prokaryotic genes. But let's focus on the latter. 
If focusing on the lac operon, one could have different concepts like lactose, lactase, the promoter region, operator region, and lac I, Z, Y, and A genes on the map. The next step with all this information is to know what all these do. So use your notes or Google, Khan Academy is very helpful, so that you can then focus on how they interact. For instance, making a connection between lactose and lactase, that lactase breaks down lactose would be helpful. And it would also be helpful to make a connection between lactose and energy, since lactose provides energy to the cell when it's acted on by lactase. These connections should only be a couple words long. Once you have the basic connections down through redrafts if necessary, I can't tell you how cathartic it is to crumble up a concept map and throw it out if you know you can do better. You can start focusing on the more specific concepts of how lack I interacts with Z and vice versa, and how these concepts interact back with the larger ideas you worked on earlier. Next, an important thing to keep in mind when studying is that practice makes perfect. Um, in my study techniques, what this looked like one way was applying these concepts to my daily life. So when you drink milk or avoid it because you're lactose intolerant, think about what would be going on in your body if you were a bacteria exposed to a ton of lactose. Think about what would be going on with gene expression and connect it to your in-class material. If you see a wilted plant outside, try and think about why, connected to what you know about cell walls and volume during dehydration, even negative pressure, different concepts like that. And once you explicitly attempt to make these connections, your brain will learn that that's something it really should be doing all of the time. Next, find a friend who can nod and smile really well. Explain the concept to them. Something that's really helpful is explaining things to people at different levels. So try and explain concepts to your dog, a younger sibling, a parent, a roommate, a classmate, to explain this con complex concepts to a bunch of different people at different learning levels and see what you know and how you can explain it. Next, find additional practice questions. As you go through the homework, start questions you're unsure about and ask about them at office hours. The same thing with lectures. If the prof is talking about something that makes zero sense to you, make a comment on your notes about what the question you have is that's interfering with your ability to understand. Specific is better, but not absolutely necessary. Next, it sounds kind of funny, but when learning about something new, ask yourself, what could possibly go wrong? For example, what if the promoter region of the lac operon is damaged? What if the lac Y gene has mutated and is now non-functional? How would these affect our system? These biological mistakes, mutations, and things that go wrong are inherent to life and are great questions to test a higher level of understanding of information on tests and quizzes. Lastly, if you have a question when studying, make a note for office hours, but also Google it. Khan Academy was really helpful, and if it can give you enough background that you're able to figure out the answers on your own, then great, but also don't be afraid to ask for help. All right, so I'm going to be moving on to the topic of office hours. You really want to go to office hours to get close with your professors. Trust me, it's, it's vital. They're going to be the ones writing your letters of recommendation later on, so you want to start off with a good foundation. Uh, I understand that your freshman courses might not seem that important since they have a lower number course ID, but one, they build your academic foundation, and two, they introduce you to professors that can help you both during and after your course. It's great to be able to build a repertoire with a professor and go back to them for things like research opportunities, letters of recommendation, or even just general advice. You definitely want to use that, build your network, just have those professors to go back to. Additionally, attending office hours with anyone on the teaching team, really professors, preceptors, TAs, gives you more opportunities to think through problems on your own, which is, as Ari had discussed,
vital. You need to be able to go through processes and truly understand every component. The teaching team is good at prompting your thinking by asking questions and leading you to reach the answer yourself, which is a fundamental skill for scientific analysis. That is one thing that Integrated will teach you extremely well as compared to other courses is how to think by yourself and solve problems on your own. So going to office hours will only increase this experience. If you have other classes for some reason and you can't attend office hours or you have some kind of other conflict, still definitely reach out. The members of the teaching team will be more, will be more than willing to set up an appointment with you to help you however you need. Additionally, this shows that you are interested in doing well and dedicated to your performance, so it will make you look even better. I understand that going to office hours might seem intimidating because you really are putting yourself out there, but believe me, it's very worth it. I did that a bunch and it really did help my academic performance. So now I'm going to move on to the lab component of Integrated. This might seem like a given, but do not wait until the due date. I know it's cliche, but actually don't. Two labs a week can be overwhelming, but it's best to work through them one or two days after you perform the lab so that it's recent in your head, and then you can reach out for extra help from the teaching team, from your peers, etc. This probably goes without saying, but pay attention in the lab. While you're actually performing the lab, you must pay attention. It can be easy to zone out and think about other classes and random stuff going on in life, but I promise that the post-labs are so much easier when you put in the extra little bit of attention and effort during the actual lab lock. It'll save you a bunch of time and stress overall. Also, paying attention in lab is vital because the professors, especially Professor Orlenko, pull information from their labs for their exams. The concepts learned in the labs are most important for the classes, and it's vital to make sure that you're comfortable with that knowledge. Again, I'm going to go back to the TA office hours. Um, your TAs grade your labs, so you're more likely to get better grades if you go to their office hours just from the standpoint that you will understand what they're looking for, you'll be able to understand the concepts better, how they're grading it, just stuff like that. One-on-one -on -one attention regarding concepts that don't quite make sense is extremely helpful and that will benefit you significantly throughout the rest of the class. So definitely, even if you can't make the office hours, make an appointment with them or ask those questions during office hours. Even if you only like send an email or something, just make sure that you're reaching out and staying on top of things. So Ari had already discussed group chats earlier, but I'm going to reiterate a little bit on the concept of utilizing your peers in the class. Definitely take advantage of the number of people in the class. You'll already know a few from lab, but make friends and study together. So again, Ari already discussed studying tips, but I can say that for myself, I found it incredibly helpful to study in small groups of three to four people and talk through the concepts. This gives you the opportunity to receive feedback and demonstrate that you fully understand the material rather than simply spitting back what you've memorized. Because memorization is a good start, but that won't get you very far in the long run, especially as the concepts build off of each other. So definitely make the time, even if it's like once a week or like even every other week, really just make sure that you meet up with people and talk through it so that you don't get behind and that'll make your learning in the actual lectures go a lot easier. It's very difficult to catch up if you if you miss a concept in like week one, it's very difficult to pick up the concepts in weeks two and three if you don't understand that concept. So make sure that you're keeping up with it. Uh, on the concept of class participation and lectures, it's super scary to put yourself out there and questions when you're unsure of yourself, especially in a class of 40 to 50 people, but it does show that you're trying. 
it is far better to be wrong and explain your thought process than just sit there like a fish out of water, which you'll feel like a fish out of water a bunch, trust me, it's okay. Um, but the professors really do love participation and encourage students to be wrong because that gives them an extra opportunity to explain the concept. And chances are, if you're wrong, you are definitely not the only one. Again, 40 to 50 people, it's not going to be just you. You'll be helping both yourself and others by taking the chance and really putting yourself out there. So again, don't be afraid about that. And if you get the right answer, you'll feel great about yourself, I promise that. Like, it really feels kind of like you're on top of the world and a little integrated. You know, it just, it does make a difference in your confidence level of the class. So, on the topic of actual lectures, make sure that you're paying attention just like in the lectures are very long and it is very hard to maintain focus the entire time. Um, that's just me being blatantly honest. However, even when like Professor Olenka shows you pictures of frogs and baby deer for 45 minutes straight, I can guarantee that the moment you zone out will be the moment that you miss the most important sentence of the week. It just happens that way. It happened to me so many times. Then you'll be lost and confused for the rest of class and that is not good. Honestly, the hardest part of lectures is the length. It'll take a bit to get used to it, but just try to remember to focus. And if you catch yourself getting off guard, just take a deep breath, bring yourself back in, and then it'll be easy to stay on top of the material. So, yep, uh, that is pretty much it. Be sure to keep up with the UDHC updates and visit the Honors College website to find ways that you can stay engaged, whether you're on campus or at home. Thank you very much for tuning in, and this was How To College. I, again, am Samantha Haas. And I'm Ari And we August. hope to see you soon. Have a great rest of your week.